What is up, you guys? <laughs> oh my god! This is real radio. All right. Oh we are my in it. god! That was perfect. Were you, <laughs> were you? Were you just sitting on that the whole time? I was, I've been sitting on it. Yep. The whole oh time. god! Uh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Uh, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to um, the uh, Two Friends, uh, Three Questions, episode eight, I believe. Is that correct? Uh, I believe so. That's what cool. my uh, recording software says. Right. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, Eli, did you have a good week? <sighs> Truthfully, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. De- dead honest, no. It was a shitty week. But Yeah. Was, me, me too. Got Eli to- had to move this week, so he's all in a new place and... Everything's all. This is the first po- first podcast from the new place. Yeah, first podcast so. in the in the apartment. So uh, we'll we'll see. I'm hoping it will actually sound better because there's actually furniture in here, <laughs> and it will you know sound like I'm not like recording in a cave. Right, right. So, yeah, Cause, it could help. Because that old house, man, it really legitimately was like my Xbox, a TV, and my mattress. That's all that I really had. Yeah, you had kind of a big house for the amount of shit that you own. Oh, it was it was way too big. <laughs> <Didn't really. laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't own anything. That's yeah. all I own is my Xbox, my TV, my mattress. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so did you did you also not have a good week? Um, yeah, it just kind of sucked. I had to work a lot. Um, I, I worked yesterday on a Saturday, which I hardly ever have to do. Um, but yeah. Saturdays are the worst because I had like I, I talked on the phone for five and a half hours which is the most i've ever done so that's yeah that's a lot yeah it was brutal so (laughs) the last thing i want to do is talk to people so here i am yeah (laughs) well if it was me it'd be different oh so this is funny i won't mention where you work but i i got a work email from you and Yeah, and it was Sorry like about that. it was like, hey, uh, if anything's not on sale, <laughs> oh, and yeah. you want it, we'll we'll uh, talk about it. And I wanted to email back, like, <laughs> does that include your sexy body? <laughs> you definitely should have emailed that back to my work email because <laughs> I so I kind of forget that like I have like you you were on that email list, so I apologize for that. I didn't mean to spam. No, you. No, that's fine. Yeah, but I did mean to spam people I didn't know. So yeah, no, that's I mean. No, that's fine. It, it was just like, I I probably shouldn't. I'm like, they have to monitor these in some respect. Yeah, they probably do, but yeah. Uh, what can you do? Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, I uh, closed out my lightning round questions, so uh, okay. let me pull them up real quick. Yeah, for sure. You want to go ahead and start? I'll I'll pull these up. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Uh, so, Eli, lightning round. Question number one. And this is kind of... Uh, I, I made this one specifically for you. I don't have a really good answer for it because... Um, well, you'll just hear it. Uh, if you designed a video game, 
what would the story arc be? And what would be like any side quests? Would there be like a boss character? What would be like the point of the video game, including like the setting and everything? I spilled beer all over myself. Um, I just realized you're drinking a yingling right now. That's and then the, you actually have another beer that you're going to drink for the yeah, podcast. Yeah. That's brilliant. I just got thirsty. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> I need to get on that level. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. This is the nerdiest answer. Is that I did want to design a video game. Uh, and I was looking into learning how to code. Which I think of people who really know me is a hilarious statement. <laughs> yeah. I was looking into it, but I wanted to make a game. I had its working title. The working title was Dogs of War. And I wanted to make this like 16-bit turn-based RPG uh, where it was like fantasy-based. But it was supposed, like, there was, it was going to have like an underlying thing about like war. And it was, okay. and it was going to kind of like represent the soldiers and like the PTSD of it, the, the havoc it wreaks on like, uh, culture and environments and, you know, like society. So I was going to have this message of not like anti-war, but like, Hey, these are the consequences of war. So let's like, uh, talk about that. That's pretty dope. That's what I wanted to do. I mean, I was going to yeah. try to not make it preachy cause I'm not yeah. trying to take a step. I'm just trying to be like, Hey, you know, like here's a fun way to learn about it but uh it was gonna be about this guy that goes rogue that they were friends with in this epic war and he like goes like all terroristy and starts like okay. kidnapping children of the soldiers he fought with and then the two main characters were gonna go on a quest to get to get the one the main character's daughter back that's pretty dope so and then there was i mean dude i i did start writing it up and it goes deep like yeah, it kind of sounds like it <laughs> there's like nine gods but in the game you don't pick what god you are the god picks you whoa and that's your discipline in life so some people are scholars some people are like you know alchemists and then some people are warriors but I was going to have a game mechanic because I don't think I've seen this where you don't get to pick what you play as. It randomly generates it for you. Okay. Because that's how the gods work and the and the thing. Dude, I went pretty deep. That's so. right. I dig it. No, that's, that's phenomenal. But in the you, game, I, I was going to have like the nine gods. I was going to have a weapon for each god that you could go and find. But you would have to go like defeat their like spirit. Okay, yeah. So how long did you uh, look at into uh, learning how to code so you can make this happen? Well, there's a really cool app. I think it's called Mimo or something like that. I don't remember. But there's an actual app that will like help help teach you coding. Okay. Um, the unfortunate part is the app is free, but you have to pay for lessons. Uh, okay, I gotcha. So I did one video game coding lesson, and then I had to pay for it. Oh man, okay. Which uh which kind of bummed me out. But I yeah. mean it it was good. Like I think it could like it could get you started. Right. Um so but it is it is intricate, but it's not if you spend the time on it, I think you can do it, but it is it is definitely a time commitment. And I'm yeah. just like I don't I still don't know where to start. So yeah, I'm just like it's kind of a lot. 
I just feel like taking that much free time to make a video game would be kind of weird because it's not going to be good. Yeah. Right. So I don't want my <laughs> idea that I love to turn into a shitty video game. Yeah, no, that that's definitely there. Like you're great at coming up with the the idea of it, but if you were to put it in practice yourself, it wouldn't be as good as the idea you have. No, and then and then that idea would be tarnished. It would right, be, exactly. It would yeah, be used up. So, so. <laughs> but no, that'd be awesome, man. I would, I would love to play that. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> um, question number two: What would you do if you had twelve more hours in a day? If the days were 36 hours instead of 24, what would you do with your extra 12 hours? I would make the uh, my video game. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of a perfect uh, yeah summation of yeah. I would I would try that, to. Really, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean because yeah. it's like that's all I need is like an extra few hours to sit down and be like, okay, what software can I use? Uh, how do I learn how to code? You know, like teach myself that thing i mean i would learn like french i don't know i would learn another language because you just you just run out of time in a day to right. do you know you gotta go you gotta go to work i'm not yeah, exactly create tyler i can't just hang out all day and do you know who create tyler is tyler the creator no 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 no, oh. no, no, no. okay i'm very confused then <laughs> no his name is cray tyler cray tyler yeah and okay. he is a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. You should look what, into him later. What is he like a Okay, I'll just look into it. He's just like a travel dude, but he like okay. does nothing, but still somehow okay. has like millions of dollars to travel the world. Okay, I gotcha. He's one of those. Yeah, he kind of his posts are just like travel porn. Okay. Um but he's so fucking pretentious. It's yeah. just so stupid. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, question number three: uh, When is the last time you laughed so hard that you cried? <laughs> okay, I do know, and it—it's <laughs> weird. So I was at a friend's house. We played uh, some board games. We were up late. We were drinking. I mean, it was like four in the morning, so I was super duper tired. We all got a little bit slap happy, but uh, it, it was it's. I was hanging out at Aaron's. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> but his wife hadn't heard of To Catch a Predator. She did not know what it was at okay. all. Okay. So we got on YouTube and we started watching To Catch a Predator video, like video after video after video. So while they are very. <laughs> dark and twisted it's still hilarious to watch someone's life crumble instantly <laughs> um because they are shitty people i don't i think there's been like one guy who maybe like wasn't there to have sex with a child okay yeah that uh, sounds about right yeah the other 99 one out of a million exactly like so uh but we had never she had never seen it so she was re having these reactions to it it's just like because Chris Hansen, you know, would come out and have that little one-liner, like, "Yeah, did you find the place okay?" Or like, <laughs> like, uh, like, like a guy brought a pizza, and he's, you mind if I have a slice? Like, it just <laughs> fucking Chris Hansen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there. Awesome. Then we started watching this like compilation that would just like <laughs> rapid cut between all these really good bits, and like one was like. 
Chris Hansen's interviewing this guy and he's like <laughs> he's like do you live alone and then he, the, the guy is like well I have three dogs and then Aaron's like so you live alone <laughs> so, so yeah that's a yes and just in that moment I was I literally like could not stop laughing okay yeah that's, okay that sounds awesome it's, yeah. it was just so funny and it is I do I love watching yeah. to catch a predator yeah <laughs> that's awesome you know what's yeah. kind of crazy though is that there are a few people on for, in that show because this is one of the reasons like it it, it kind of ended up being canceled is that there was a couple people who killed themselves oh really like one guy killed himself in jail by not taking his heart medication another guy was a, de- a district attorney in another county and just like shot himself oh no because he was on to catch a predator and yeah basically his, his life, life was, was over yeah i think yeah. he was fucked yeah that's uh oh boy yeah but I mean, I mean, fuck him. But how how much do you feel sorry for him though? Like, uh, not not yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, it's just I don't know. I, I don't. No, like I get it. I get it. There's still people. It's just like, still, absolutely. If they actually got proper help, it could be different. But unfortunately, right. none of them did. So fuck them. Yeah, I guess, exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. I see. I see. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Comedy. Comedy. All right. So that was all I had. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Cool. Mitch, like always, there's a right or wrong answer to these questions. All right. First question. If you make a sandwich, what's your go-to meat? Man, I'm running sense. out of ideas if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. It's a very good question. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ham. Okay. Here's. I'm not a big turkey guy. Yeah. And me I I used to be all about bologna when I was like 13. Right. And I have I probably haven't eaten it in years. Um, not that I don't hate it. I'm not a snob or anything. But I'm married now, so like I just I kind of can't I can't be going out and marry or uh, buying that shit and you not you know not being judged for it. So, <laughs> so essentially, you could just live off bologna sandwiches if if you needed to. If I needed to, probably okay. yeah. But I, I I've replaced that with ham because in it's more socially acceptable for some reason. Like, <laughs> I like how you have a big, it's not taboo to like baloney. <laughs> like all mad yeah, at society. Exactly. So my favorite meat is probably chicken, but it's really hard to make a, make a sandwich out of that. Yeah. I guess they, they do have like, they do sell like sliced chicken breasts. I guess that's, yeah, they have cold they cuts of chicken. That's, right, well, that's, that's actually one I really like. My favorite is roast beef. Oh, <sighs> beef good choice good choice that's my favorite okay so what is the nerdiest thing you're into like so it's pretty apparent that i like any and all things nerdy is there anything like fairly nerdy that you are into like because i haven't found it yet i think i do actually have a good answer for you okay let's hear conspiracy theories oh okay There it is. There, that's what's weird about you. (laughs) I I I recently read this conspiracy theory about 
um, how the world actually did end in 2012. Oh, and I kind of believe it right now. Oh, God. <laughs> we could devote a whole episode to that. <laughs> but I, after reading this article, I'm kind of sold. So basically, long story short is the Mayans said that the world was going to end in 2012. Right. And people blew it off because it obviously didn't. But if you think about the world we live in now compared to the world we lived in pre-2012, it's wildly different. And it's about the same time that this shit started to hit the fan. I mean, like Trump getting elected, that wouldn't have happened in, you know, 2011. Um, and then all the, the massive killings happening every day. Like that is a definitely kind of a post-apocalyptic kind of situation we're in that, you know, seven years ago, we never would have thought possible. But now it's like, yeah, this is life. Black people get shot every day and Trump's America. So it's a... It's a different world. <laughs> Damn. So got, what if? <laughs> got political quickly. What if we all died and just continued living into this, you know, new alternative <laughs> timeline and we just don't know about it? Like kind of like the uh, kind of like the um, uh, the uh, uh, not the Mandela effect, like the Berenstain Bears thing, like everybody right. remembers it as something else. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'll we, do a little bit more research and then we can talk about it next time. <laughs> we, I would, I wouldn't mind doing a, a a standalone episode where we just talked about conspiracy theories because I have a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one I have some some problems with, but I can't what? really judge because I don't think we landed on the moon when we said we did. You don't think we landed on the moon? Not when oh, we said we did. did. We did eventually, uh, oh, okay. just not. It was. It was faked. What was televised okay. was faked. Doesn't mean we didn't land on the moon. I'm just saying what we saw was fake. I'm a pretty wild conspiracy theorist, and I don't think I agree with you. I think the moon landing was very real. Well, I think it happened. I just think what we saw was fake, and I do think that okay. Stanley Kubrick helped. Stanley, directed by Stanley Kubrick. Directed by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> okay. Because um, uh, that shit is in the shining. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll move on because this is going to okay, get Okay, yeah, dark. we should move on. But I, but I will say that... Recently, uh, I did have the wonderful experience of being blackout drunk. And when I was blacked out drunk at my friend's house, the two people left awake decided to watch The Shining. I am a very big Stanley Kubrick nerd, and I know way too much about that movie. <laughs> so apparently while I was blackout drunk, I just regaled them with, with facts about <laughs> The Shining. And like they told me that, and I was like, "Are you? I don't remember any of that." And they're like, "Oh yeah." And he and and my other friend was like, "Yeah, no, I I googled some of it to make sure you were right, and you totally <laughs> Just were." Make sure you weren't bullshitting us. Apparently, when I am blackout drunk, I remember everything about the shining you're still. A, so. You're a big Kubrick buff. Yeah, that's <laughs> when it all just spills out. <laughs> Did you know in Toy Story when they go in Sid's house, the carpet in his hallway is the same as the carpet from The Shining? Yes, and the carpet. I figured you know that in The Shining is a big thing that connects Kubrick and the moon landing together. Yes. Okay. Well, let's talk about this offline. <laughs> <laughs> Don't record any of it. We're going to be on a watch list now. Okay. They figured it out. Uh, what is the weirdest thing on YouTube that you watch consistently? So, for example, we talked about To Catch a Predator. I watched Dateline episodes all the time on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Also, I got really into Airsoft videos. So, just people... Okay people playing airsoft with gopros <laughs> playing airsoft all right yeah i dig uh so so is there anything like that that you spend hours on youtube just fucking 
just just that's not normal content yeah kind of uh, let me let me pull up my youtube history right here while i'm oh while i'm while i'm talking about it. i can just kind of yeah that's a good idea go through there um Probably my most watched channel is that we've talked about it before, but that Good Mythical Morning channel. I watch a lot of their videos. It's pretty dope. Um, it's just a couple guys that have like a YouTube right. show that's actually like not garbage. Um, what else? What do I like? Oh, some something that will just like send me down the rabbit hole is I've seen just about every um, like every gag reel for like every popular show out there okay. i've seen like all of the i, I love watching like the, the office parks and rec like the, the bloopers or whatever for some reason like i watch a lot of those <laughs> that's fair that's as fair. it's not super super weird i don't watch anything like yeah i don't know you you were just an enigma of <laughs> of just <laughs> what <laughs> you have no weird personality traits and i love it like <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, like, for example, <laughs> like, I watch those airsoft videos, but I also watch, like, I, have you ever seen a Stolen Valor video? No. It's where that? it's where somebody will pretend to be, like, someone in the military, and then somebody, you know, just, like, with their uh, phone out, like, runs up to them as, like, like, Stolen Valor, and then they'll, like, because it's actually a thing. Like, if you impersonate someone in the military, it's called Stolen Valor. It is illegal. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can't do it. But these it's the it's these public confrontations of like they'll approach them and just be like, "Yeah, where did you serve?" "Oh, okay. Yeah, like who who's your, you know, and then you know, they have all their military lingo that they could ask them to tell if they're lying." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it's just a fucking rage and the public embarrassment that ensues. I eat it up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's they start crying or like freaking out and I I love it. I eat it up. <laughs> but you are like oh, i just watch like bloopers <laughs> like, you're so fucking well adjusted i don't know man i think does that make me like not an interesting person because i've heard that too no that's kind of mean no, i don't <laughs> <Right>? think you're not <laughs> i know right uh <laughs> no i think you're plenty interesting you because you the interesting part about you is that you have these weird talents like you can do things that I didn't think you would do because you you dabble in woodworking. Oh yeah, and you're yeah, yeah. you're actually pretty fucking good at woodworking. <laughs> I'd have never pictured that. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah. I just think you're a nicer, better person than most people. So it was whereas well, I get off on seeing like a pedophile like cry on public TV, you're kind of like eh, I just I just want to watch bloopers. I just, yeah, I just yeah. want to watch The Office again. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, I think we should get into the, what, is it what you drinking? That That is the, <laughs> yep, there's only three <laughs> okay. questions. Mesh. Okay, that all right. That's the second one. <laughs> Did you forget? Eli, what you drinking? All right. So as we've given away, I was drinking a Yingling, but that's only because I know a thousand percent this beer will not be good. Okay. So I needed a backup. It is the Great Lakes Imperial Oyster Stout. Uh, so just in case you didn't hear that correctly, Great Lakes Brewing Company, which, which is one of my favorites. Their beers are challenging, but I don't know. I love that they're like this Midwest Brewing Company. Anyways, mm -hmm. 
The Imperial so, Oyster Stout. What do you mean by oyster stout? Here's the, so that's what I thought. I was like, well, maybe they're fucking, you know, I don't know, tongue in cheek. So it's it was made for their thirtieth anniversary, which you know how like in anniversaries you like every you give a certain type of gift. Okay, sure, sure. Um, yeah. So the thirtieth is pearl. You get pearls. Okay. So they decided to make a stout with oysters in it because you get pearls from oysters. I'm still. I thought that was clams. Yeah, I'm just as confused as you are. Yeah. Uh, Is there a train by you? Yes, uh, there's always a train going by. <laughs> You're like a hobo. Where do you live? Yes, I know. Yes, I know I'm poor. Make sure to tell the listeners every episode. <laughs> um, but it says an ale with oysters and cacao nibs. So I thought it was like about but it says to celebrate our pro anniversary we added fresh shucked oysters oh god <laughs> to an imperial oh style i want to try that for the for the shock value there's no way it's good there's no, no fucking way i can't imagine but that's why i got it because the bottle here i'll show you the bottle even though nobody else can see it who cares yeah. but the bottle <laughs> looks nice it's this all black okay. bottle yeah the bottle yeah okay bottle looks nice it looks really and that's great lakes is that, i'm assuming is that in michigan i feel like i've had their beer i don't actually know where it is i could look on the bottle here uh oh it's cleveland ohio oh is it really okay yeah. i gotcha so i have experienced no senses to this beer so i'm just gonna pour it out and i'm gonna just let it do its thing okay it is super fizzy so while that's settling what are you drinking oh god i smell it from here fuck it so oh no (laughs) it smell like fish oh it is something Um, so i decided to go with um so i was walking around the store and Picking out my uh, picking out my beers, I had a cart full of IPAs, and I was like, you know what? I think I've done an IPA every episode. Yeah. I need to not do an IPA for once. So I picked out a uh, from New Holland Brewery in Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is called the Poet, and it is an oatmeal stout. Oh, I do not like oatmeal, <laughs> and I do not like stouts. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> I decided to. Uh, uh, try. I, w- I wanted to make you proud because I know you're a big stout fan. I do. So uh, thought we'd uh, give it a shot and see how I like it. Oh yeah. All right. Well, mine's mine's settled, so I'm gonna get in here. What are we thinking? Ooh, okay. Oh, that's next. Oh, no. There is a salty... Oh, man. It's got to settle. I wasn't ready at all. It's pretty salty. All right. There is a salty (laughs) flavor. Oh. Have you ever had oysters? Yeah, I mean, I like seafood. I just don't like it in my beer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I'll have to keep coming That'll back to it. it. Well, how, so what? What about you? Didn't have a big reaction. Um, I haven't really tasted it yet. It's mostly just uh, oh, okay. head right now. So I gotta. Um, it smells pretty good. 
smells like I would love it because I love coffee and it's dark. That is. It's not bad. I think if I liked stouts, I would really like this beer a lot. Okay, that's but fair. Since I don't like stouts, it's still tolerable. So, um, yeah, I'm on the fence on this man. I can't tell if yeah. it's settling, and I'm like starting to enjoy the flavor, or I'm gonna barf. It's like one out <laughs> of the two. <laughs> uh. Dude, this is salty and fishy and chocolatey, and it is weird. That's a lot of flavors. All <laughs> yeah, <once>. dude. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> what? So I, I noticed that was is that is that a bomber? That big guy? Oh yeah. I just because I what I don't like is buying a six pack because I feel like that's yeah. way too much. I mean, this is only how how many ounces are these? Uh, I don't know. Well, the only measurement I have is a pint. But this is more than a pint, right? Yeah, that's definitely more than a pint. It's probably like 24 ounces. I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, probably. I mean, this cost me a lot of money. I mean, it was 10 bucks. But I yeah, figured okay. if I don't like it, it's only like two beers worth that I waste. Right. Where even though... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel weird when I don't drink a whole six-pack. Yeah. Well, a lot of the liquor stores I go to around here will have like a deal where you can mix and match a six pack <sighs> and they'll like even take a little bit off. Yeah. Like that's what I should sell done. it by individual cans. And then I think the one around here, like if you buy six random like individuals, you get like 10% off whatever it was going to be. So that's, that's what I usually do. <laughs> so nope. man, I wish we were like videoing this because that was a great reaction right there. You are. <laughs> Nope, that made me gag. I'm, oh, no. I almost oh, barfed. I hate that. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> all right. So mine um, is a so it's called the poet, and it has a raven on it. So I'm assuming it's an Edgar Allan Poe reference. I I believe. Um, which is uh, there's another conspiracy theory that Edgar Allan Poe is a time traveler. <laughs> Have you heard that one? I actually haven't heard that one. Uh, it's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's like it's like a joke. Like, I heard the one about Edgar Allan Poe being a time You hear the one about that? It's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy. Okay. All right. Oh. So, well, let's uh, let's try to uh, tolerate these beers while we move on to the uh, the next portion. Dude, fuck that. I'm drinking my ink. I, there's literally no way I could drink that. I will okay. vomit. Oh, that's kind of a bummer because I wanted it to be good. Oh. I see. I think the problem is, is when I'm drinking it, all I think about is oysters. So literally, yeah, that's yeah. the only flavor I'm pulling out is that salty fish thing. Oh, no. And it's just like <laughs> the first couple weren't bad, but that one was, oh, it is so, th oh, it's weird. All right. Yeah. So drink your yingling. I'm going to, let's get into it. Eli, Kay. what you thinking about? Okay. Um, so last time we talked a lot about technology and it was pretty cool, um, but I, I kind of wanted to keep going in that um, in that direction to talk about technology, um, but in kind of a more um, sci-fi kind of way. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> my first question is: So we have we as a human race have been developing a lot of technologies that uh, help people. Um, with operations and stuff like I mean with the availability of like 3D 3D printers and everything now we can basically just 3D print people organs and then just 
just boom, you have a new organ now. So it's kind of uh, inevitable in a way that do you think we will ever get to the point as a human race where we will have the technology to live forever? Uh, I mean, that's a big question. Uh, I do enjoy sci-fi quite a bit, and this has come up in many uh, sci-fi things. So what it comes down to is the ability to turn consciousness into data. Uh, because essentially, f- from... <laughs> from what from what i have gathered is that you can replace organs infinitely mm-hmm. but the brain which is our matter essentially what makes us who we are you can't you can replicate that as in like a computer a computer in a lot of ways like resembles a brain and it's like fun it, in the fact that it like has processing power and has you know, organization and connections, you know, yada, yada, yada. But the problem is, is that it computers don't have consciousness. We have that an eight fifth sense thing or six cents, six cents. There's already five. The si- <laughs> yeah. We, well, we have, we have consciousness. The sense of smell. <laughs> we, we have, um, we're sentient. Mm-hmm. So usually what happens in like sci-fi and what I think is somewhat the understanding is I don't think that we're necessarily going to be able to recreate consciousness. We're going to have to take consciousness and turn it into some kind of like data mm-hmm. in which to transpose onto a machine. You basically can't. Uh, you don't think it's possible to live forever unless you find a way to manufacture consciousness? Yes, that is what I was getting at. Uh, I think it's because, like, so if you're, like, clinically brain dead and in a coma, you can kind of be kept alive for as long as possible. So, and then, like you said, with three, okay, also, I have they 3D printed organs? I'm not, is that a thing? I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't know if they have. I haven't done the proper research. Uh, but <laughs> right. how hard would it be to 3D print an organ? Uh, all <laughs> I, right. <laughs> I know they have, like, like limbs and stuff, so it's, it's only a matter of time, right? I guess the... Yeah. I mean, yeah. So... This podcast is light on the research, okay? We really have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, like, I see your point, though. And I think that you can kind of do that forever, but what we can't recreate right now is consciousness. So really, it almost begs a deeper question, what is like living? What Mm -hmm. is being alive? Because, yeah, your body can live well past your brain Mm -hmm. in the sense of being in a coma and clinically brain dead and what have you. But is that really living? What if your brain could live way past your body? The that reason is, I, yeah. The, the reason I brought this up is so there is a popular conspiracy theory you might have heard. Uh, Walt Disney's head is cryogenically frozen, frozen, yeah, under like in, like under Disneyland somewhere, like under one of the rides. So I looked it up. I don't think it's true. Um, but what if that were true? It's pop. I'll tell you this though. I do know it is possible to 
cryogenically freeze your body or your head and put it on ice basically until the point where you think technology is to a point where you can bring your body or your head back and either transplant it onto another body or just fix whatever was wrong with you. Because that's basically their plan with Walt Disney. They're like, oh, his, we're, we're going to keep his head on ice because maybe in a hundred years we'll be able to, or even a thousand years, we'll be able to bring him back. Do you think that's possible? The part that I don't think is possible because, okay. First off, I don't know why Walt Disney is the one we decided to for. Well, there's other people like John Wayne is one mm-hmm. that they think they froze. Um, Walt Disney did not like Jewish people. <laughs> so I don't think we need that shit in 2050. <laughs> true that, true that. That's my personal opinion. Uh, <laughs> He's going to wake up in like 2050 and be like, black people are voting now? <laughs> <laughs> I should have just died. <laughs> What kind of hell have you put me into? Right. <laughs> uh, logically, the part that does not make sense to me is that you're you're cryogenically freezing yourself now in 2018 when we do not understand the technology later in the future to then unfreeze you and then, like you said, fix whatever killed you or could kill you. And then transplant you onto another being of some sort. Logically, that does not jive with me. Because we're doing things by 2018 standards. I don't think they're going to translate by the time we have the technology. Maybe. But it's like, I don't... It's just so hard to imagine that that's possible. Because it's just like, we haven't done it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we haven't... revived anybody's i do think well i found a website where you can freeze oh yeah Yeah. you can sign up to freeze your body and they will take a small eighty thousand (sighs) dollars and (laughs) which actually i was thinking it was more than that like that is not the ability to live forever is okay here's the crazy part so cryonics.org Check it out. It's a very elegant website. Uh, what is happening right now? They have a frequently asked questions what, uh, part that I I have a lot of questions. I lot. So I did. <laughs> so basically, you can freeze your whole body for thirty thousand dollars, or just your head for eighty thousand dollars. Right. Uh, yeah, that's making a lot of sense to me. Well, there's a. I mean, for the head involves a transplant, so that's it. Kind of makes more sense that it would be. Fifty thousand more dollars, but um, so the basically this company will, and the cool thing about them is they will, um, if you don't have the eighty thousand dollars when you're like basically, you have to be dead, obviously, but you have to write this in put to part of your will to like when when I die, give my body to this cryonics.org and they'll freeze me. So right. you can write it into your will that, um. If you don't have $80,000, you can still do it by trading your life insurance policy, which people have done. So people have given their life insurance policy to this company in exchange for them for freezing them. So right now there's a building somewhere with 
lots of just frozen bodies waiting for technology to catch up and bring them all back. I don't know, man. Like, I I am so open-minded and so open to society advancing to a place where we could do that, where, where, where death wasn't... But that... There is just a universal fear. There, there is such this fear of death, and I think what talking about it is really making me wonder: like, is that really what you want, though? So, like, that would be my question to you: is like, I have no idea if it's possible. I think society could get to a point. I think we've made such great technological strides that. And, and and strides in medicine that there's obviously a point where we could probably figure out how to transplant a head onto another body. That doesn't mean it's going to work, though. <laughs> That's my biggest thing. So I don't really know, but my question is, wouldn't you rather just die? <laughs> that is the question I came here for. Part three. If it was possible, if you find found out that it was completely, like, Yep, that we've been doing it for years. It's flawless now. You ready for it? Would you want to do it? I don't think so. You wouldn't want to live forever. I don't think so. It's hard for me to give like a solid yes or no, but I'd lean towards no. That I know. Because death, like life, is what makes us human. Inevitably we're born. Inevitably we die. That's That's... That's just life, man. That's just the natural process of being alive. It's the one thing we all get to do. That's why would, beautiful. Why would we not want to... I mean, I'm not saying, like, death is fun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. You know? No, I but I, I definitely see what you're saying. Like, the, the human experience is to live and to die. Die. And to cheat death would be to cheat life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, that's well, it. Okay. <laughs> That's totally it, man. That's totally and, it. Yeah, and I feel like the the thrill of life is like I have to do this thing right now because I might die. So if you if you're yeah. if you're immortal, then what are you going to do with your life? You're just going to be like, "Hey, I'll just, you know, whatever." Like um, you know, life is boring. It's all just, just way too long. Well, cuz I think like immortality is only appealing to people who want to strive for things of life like i think people that want to be immortal are people that like they want to be rich or they mm-hmm. want to be like the the best at something it's like i don't know man it just doesn't vibe with the way i i think life is it just doesn't vibe that way it's like yeah i don't i don't think death is like good i you know it's obviously sad when people die but it's 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 i don't know what's on the other side of that door but we all gotta open it mm-hmm. so why you, you have to embrace it a little bit i think i'm not gonna sit here and be like i'm not afraid to die but i am like well if it's if it's my time to go it's my time to go because mm-hmm. i will not live forever and i have to face it so i'm gonna face it with dignity and with some sense of courage mm-hmm. of like this is completely, utterly natural that mm-hmm. I shall die. Mm-hmm. So I'll see what's yeah. on the other side. I don't know. Yeah. That's just the way I look at it. I, yeah, I think it's because man. I want to experience it. I want to yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Like, 
Yeah. And my, my other point to that is like, so if you get to a point where you, you know, if you are on the other side of that and you do want to be so rich and want to rule, you know, your world, the fact that this company takes um, life insurance policies uh, in exchange for payment is like totally mind boggling to me because it's like, if you are giving this company your life insurance policy, that means you don't have any family left to give your you know, payout when you do die. So therefore, if you don't have any family left, would you, why do you want to live? Like, why, why do you want to live forever to see all these people? I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of cliche, but would you really want to live forever if you have to see everybody else around you die? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, but see like the life insurance thing, I think it's like, well, you say that, that means that you don't have, but uh, you know, it could be that people are like, fuck you guys. I'm turning my life insurance over to cryogenics. I don't freeze my ass. Um, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. That's not what life insurance is for. Right. Um, I mean, I think about that too. Like if, unless everyone collectively does it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. But even then, Dude, I, I don't know. I kind of believe in overpopulation. So, like, the Earth only has so much natural resources. So, there's oh, no yeah. way that we can just live here forever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. unless we terraform Mars, which I think that we're thinking about, uh, you know, even then, I mean, how, I mean how, how much resources exist within the Milky Way? Yeah, no, you're right. At for some us point, to, it's going to run out. Yeah, for us to consume as people. So death is just kind of the natural way of keeping a balance in, in life. I mean, every everything's limited. Our sun is limited. You know, our sun will eventually just stop working, and then everything will die. So, yeah. I mean, it, the, you know, nothing lasts, nothing, nothing lasts forever. That ha- that if if it if it if it lives or if 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 it lives or has life, or has a has a purpose, it it sort of has an end. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you have like the galaxy and the stars exist, but the like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's a, a very good point, and I think that's kind of where how I feel too. Like, yeah, you you nailed it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to die, but it, it just, it just, it is big. It, it makes me beg the question so much. Like, I just don't think I want to avoid my death that hard because then you're right. It's like you said, I think you put it fairly well. If you cheat death, you kind of cheat life. And I think you're mm-hmm. right. Cause I don't, I don't think that's the way life works. Mm-hmm. It would, it would, to me, it is illogical to even strive to live forever. So a lot of these people doing this, I think, is just a desperate attempt to want to live forever. But then again, I'm like, well, if your head's frozen for eons, <laughs> you're kind, you you're not really living forever. You died, so you're just coming back. Mm-hmm. So what? I don't know, man. There is yeah. a quote by a philosopher, and it's a fairly epic quote. It has a lot of sub points and tangents to it however i think that it does logically even for a sense of people of any sort of faith-based system i do think it has some resonance but his question was why would i fear death 
when it is the only occurrence that I won't exist for. So basically he's saying, why would I fear death when at that moment I won't exist? So why would I fear something when I won't exist to experience no, that's, it? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, like, um, you know, this is I'm this is not a super original thought, but people say like, oh, aren't you, you know, aren't you afraid of dying? Well, you, what you, the question can be asked, where were you during the Civil War? You weren't there and you were fine. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's a weird way to put it, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you won't you won't really exist, and even if there is like some sort of afterlife that exists, I personally don't feel that you know you would be the same. So, like, mm-hmm. if Mitch, if Mitch, if you die, and you yeah, and there is an afterlife, and you go to that afterlife, it's not going to be the Mitch Daisy sitting in front of me that's experiencing that afterlife. What's going to be experiencing that afterlife is like your essence your soul mm-hmm. and and that kind of thought stream so it would be a, a whole different element of you that would be experiencing that so you you really your your earthly presence just will not exist to really deal with any of that i guess i don't know this jesus christ what are we <laughs> we got that got really deep that got super deep <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right well, so in yeah. short no i would not freeze myself i don't think i think i want to die <laughs> Death. Uh, gotta bring it back up a little bit all right so yeah you would not freeze yourself i i would not freeze myself i, w- I also would not freeze myself okay did you feel that yeah. way before we had this conversation or yeah. did it okay yeah. okay <laughs> i just wanted to play play devil's advocate and see no, yeah. you did. You did well because I honestly thought that I had maybe swayed you because I couldn't tell at the <laughs> oh, beginning. No, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You, 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 you know what you think. Damn it, Eli! You changed my mind. All you, right? cha- <laughs> you changed me. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, that I think that's a good a good place to move into uh, the last segment. Mitchell Daisy, what you been cranking? I've been cranking. Dem Atlas. So yeah, phenomenal. Okay. He put out a new album that yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. called Bad Actress, yeah. and it's just it's a perfect mix of like there's some pretty cool like you, there there's some like songs where he just goes hard, uh, like and just like has some sweet you know raps, and then there's some songs where he has some amazing like soul like it's almost kind of like james brown meets like modern day rap and like what you want it to be and it's it's just phenomenal it's he's his his voice is amazing and it's got some like you know even kind of gary clark jr blues riffs on there which is like what is this like yeah yeah so definitely check out dem atlas eli got me turned on to them uh a while back so i will give all props where props are due um so great stuff dem actress or dem atlas bad actress Yes, that is, it is a very, very good album. Uh, that album actually came out at a really, like, important time for me because I was going through all my shit, and that mm-hmm. album came out, and there's songs on there where I'm just like, oh, bro, how are you going to write a song? Because <laughs> there's that one, uh, the one, I think my favorite off of it is Bad Company. Okay, yeah. That's a good one. And it goes through the whole song, 
uh where you know it's like i had the dream that you were mine but and it, it does the whole thing and it's got like the the rapping part but then it kicks into that part where it's just like you know all my life you know, all my life i've been sorry like and i was just like motherfucker like, this is, <laughs> fuck. that song means a lot to me yeah, yeah. so because that that song if, if if anyone is even curious listen to bad company off that album and that is what I was going through. Yeah, well, that's that's phenomenal, man. One yeah. of one of the few songs that I've ever spoke that directly into my life. But that was a fucking great album. Yes, yeah. good pick. Yeah, very, very. Cool, oh. man. Thanks. Glad to have your seal of approval. I think this uh, is so... the first pick where I'm like, oh yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Eli Miller, what you been cranking? Uh, I didn't prepare mine very well, so truthfully what i have been listening to more than anything else is a podcast okay it is called the black tapes okay and what is that it is a podcast about this girl who starts a podcast and she's trying to just interview people with interesting professions so the first place she starts out is paranormal research basically then she befriends a doctor who actually is a basically he's a ghost hunter who doesn't believe in ghosts. Okay. So his whole life mission is to just debunk um to to debunk anybody who says they have proof of the paranormal. Um and then it just follows that. I okay. It's not okay, it's not real. It's a it's a dramatized podcast, so it's like oh, a okay. it's like a radio show. I was gonna okay. keep it secret, but I'm like, none of this is fucking believable at all. <laughs> no, um, but I, I when mean, you listen to parts it, of it were believable. Yeah, like when you listen to it, though, like you want to believe that it's real, and they make mm-hmm. it super well. Like the only thing that's kind of iffy is the voice acting, mm-hmm. but even then, it's like you know you get you get kind of accustomed to the characters and and. And you believe it. Like, it, it is a really good podcast. I love, like, those old radio shows where they had to, like, you know, make sound effects. And they had to help help your brain create an image of what was happening. Right, and, right. And that podcast does a really good job of that. So that... That's cool. That's what sucks me in. It's about ghosts and demons and, like... I don't know if any of this is like actually real. I think some of it is, but they like they talk about this thing in one episode called the unsound. <laughs> and according to them, <laughs> is that what that was? That's what it is. <laughs> it's a sound that God can't hear, and it is a way for the devil to enter the earth. But Whoa. as a mortal, when you hear it, you die a year after hearing it. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know I if it's wanna, real. But I want to do some research on that because there's definitely a conspiracy theory behind that. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, oh, it's, yeah. that is the when I heard they were like, yeah, it's called the unsound. God can't hear it, and it's a way for the devil to enter the earth. And I was like, that is fucking brutal, right? <laughs> that <laughs> that is sounds epic. Yeah, that sounds like a metal album. Um, yeah, no, like <laughs> I was like. Yes. yes. <laughs> I want that to be my yeah. fucking ringtone. <laughs> yes. So that everyone around you dies a year after. Exactly. That, including you. So, 
So that is what I've been listening to. And I will That's say awesome. they also have one called Tannis that is a little bit more like not choose your own adventure, but like a little bit more based than that. Okay. So they make these podcasts where they're just they're just very story driven and, and they're not necessarily supposed to be like actual like the Black Tapes is like a fake documentary. Mm-hmm. And it works really well. So I don't know. I really love those. Like I yeah. get because you know it's just you get sometimes you you run out of music to listen to, and it's like you want to hear something, but you want to be engaged, and you yeah, don't yeah, want to hear Joe Rogan uh, talk about I don't know Fear Factor <laughs> for the tenth million time. DMT or boxing. That's pretty much <laughs> the only three things he talks about. <laughs> MMA and DMT. Joe Rogan podcast right there. Which no offense to Joe Rogan. I mean. He has one of the most popular yeah. podcasts ever, but yeah, absolutely, yeah, seems to center around a certain theme there, right, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's what yeah, I'm. That's, that's super cool. That's dope. I dig it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love a good podcast every now and then. I've been well, actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Obviously, um, I've been listening to one called Reply All, which is kind of like a. Uh, it's a true story, but it's kind of like the every episode they try to figure out a mystery of something that happens, like usually on the internet. Like oh. in the, one of the episodes I listened to recently, um, it's like this girl got her like Snapchat hacked, and they like try to do some like digging and like hacking of their own to figure out like who who hacked your Snapchat and why did they do it? And then it's like, okay, it doesn't really sound that interesting, but the, they make it sound like, oh my God, I got to find out who's behind this. Like, and then it's, it's actually a really cool story. And they, by the end of the episode, they, they are able to Skype with the person that like stole her Snapchat account. And he explains like everything like, yeah, this is why I did it. I actually sold it. Like I made like a hundred bucks off your Snapchat name and like, it's legit. So Dude. check that out. Reply all when you get a chance. It's super cool. I am fully erect. Uh, yeah, that right. sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're very good. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love shit like that. I love, I love shit like that. Me too. Yeah. So That's like almost every episode is like that. They're like this weird thing. So th- I think they call it like the uh, super IT. Like people write into them with like weird problems that they've encountered on the internet, right. and then they like figure it out. Like pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. No, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. Dope. All right, man. Uh, Episode eight in the bag. Uh, What is up, you guys? (laughs) What is up, you guys? See you next time. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Make sure you Uh, like, comment, subscribe. (laughs) Like, comment, subscribe while you're there. Check out our Snapchat, our our uh, check our out our LinkedIn. Snapchat, our Instagram, LinkedIn, Grinder, Grinder, <laughs> right, That's about it. <laughs>